0: Welcome, everyone, to a new episode of Control Group. We're starting our brand new season. Uh, We're doing a little inspired take on a show you might know and love or know and hate, specifically just the last season of. Uh, We're doing our campaign based around Game of Thrones. So welcome, everyone, to Game of Thrones, the cinders of winter. Um, I am your uh, GM for this campaign, or your grandmeister. Uh, I'm Dennis Veray, and with me I have... Nick! Marcus!
1: And Hadley.
0: Uh, We love to see it, don't we, everyone? Um, So, for this game, we're going to be switching up systems. Um, You might have listened to our uh, Monster of the Week system before this. Uh, Maybe you might not have, Uh, but this time we're using a system called A World of Ice and Fire. Uh, This is a Another uh, 2d6 system that really takes uh, everything you know and love about Game of Thrones and puts it into a a 2d6 Game of Thrones uh, D&D system. Um, So we have moves based around, much like in our last campaign where we had investigate a mystery, things that would help us solve the Monster of the Week. We have moves that'll help us uh, acquire the Iron Throne in the end. Uh, So we have things like defying danger, holding steady, taking things by force, threatening, curing favor, manipulating NPCs, studying situations, consulting lore, and shutting someone down. Uh, But the biggest thing about this system, uh, the thing I'm looking forward to, uh, is we have a little game piece called Strings. Uh, Strings are going to be the things that attach all of these characters together. Uh, and get used against characters later on down the road, much in the fashion of how Game of Thrones works. Um, along with that, we have your general kind of stats, much like we did in Monster of the Week, or you would have in any other D&D game, uh, except these stats in this system are called Edge, Focus, Grace, Sense, and Will. Edge is more of your attacking or your strength modifier. Uh, focus is kind of like your uh, your ability to notice things. Uh, grace is how beautiful you are how elegant you are uh sense is just having the wherewithal with around you uh and will can either kind of work like intelligence does in d d where it works both as how smart you are but also how magically attuned you are in this world as we find out uh magic isn't dead uh in the world of Westeros um so now let's get back into uh the classes of the game
2: Let's not forget about those sex moves, Dennis. The most important (laughs)
0: part. Yeah, true. I forgot. Um, Another facet of the game are sex and death moves. So every time your character is able,
1: chicken brown. brown,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Your character is able to have sex or dies. They have a special move based on their class. Uh, And to learn more of these classes, I'm going to kick it over to my players to talk about their characters and which classes they've chosen.
2: What if you have sex and die? Sorry.
1: (laughs) Yeah. What if you die on top? That's what
2: my mom told me.
0: What if you, you die sex, on you bottom, Hadley?
1: If you die on bottom, then you're stuck, I guess.
0: This is the Game of Thrones. You either have sex or die.
1: Yeah, that stinks. I think Nick should start off.
0: Okay. <laughs> what, 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 uh, what am I going into? Uh, just talk about the classes you've chosen for your characters.
2: Okay. Um. So, this campaign we're doing a little bit differently as well, because we're doing two characters. Um, sort of balance out the world of Game of Thrones. So um, in my case, I have sort of a knight character and a diplomat character uh, that sort of work off of each other. Um, so my first character class is the man at arms um, for my knight character. Do you want to say the names of our characters? Um. Yeah. Or save it. Sam. Sam. Same. Okay, so I've got my man in arms character. His name's Silas Oakhart of the proud Oakhart family, um, which is a family within the houses of the Reach. Uh, and his moniker, as he is known by, is the Knight of the Eternal Spring. Um, so the man in arms is kind of just like the tank, uh, <laughs> like barbarian <laughs> class. Um, I think it uh, it's a proficient in battle. Um, and um, has some. Uh, bonuses to fighting um, and also to evasion, um, and then I've also got um, some stats with him um, that'll help with th- his allies. So there's a move called "Like a Moth to the Flame," um, which involves uh, using a string in order to always be present when your ally needs you. Uh, so that should be fun. Um, I've got three martial weapons, which is dope. I got a long sword, a battle axe, and a flail. And then I've got a uh, short sword as my small practical weapon. But I imagine in Silas's case, because he's a huge hulking man, that it's actually just a normal sized sword, but he considers <laughs> it a, a dagger. Um, okay. uh, let's see. And then, yeah, and then the, I get some bonuses to six, because of course I'm an awesome, awesome knight. Uh, and then uh, when I die, um, uh, I'll save that part. Let's save the dying move. <laughs> yeah. um, save that so my, now. Yeah, the uh, the other character I've got is Raffelius Sand, who's a uh, mysterious, um, uh, Dornish bastard, but he's a wealthy Dornish bastard, um, that's traveling Westeros and is um, championing my character Silas Oakard, um, sort of on a whim, um, uh, that he was like, oh, there's some is there some games happening. Oh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll sponsor somebody, um, but he's uh, sort of a mysterious character. Don't know much about him. Um, his uh, his class is the shadow, uh, which I think is sort of like a rogue, uh, character for comparing. Um, so there's some moves that we hear are like knife in the dark. It's when you attack from hiding or from a circumstance prepared by you in advance. Your harm is armor piercing. So like sort of sneaky, uh, you know, scary stuff like that. Um, got I've got a rapier because I'm a classy gentleman. Uh. <laughs> I've got a, I've got, a, I've got a dagger as well, because those are sort of a counterpoint weapons. Um, but yeah, it should be fun. I'm excited.
1: We truly are like three different people, because I would never pick the characters that Nick picks, <laughs> and it like makes me so happy to know that there is someone in our group.
0: Why don't you tell us about your characters then, Hadley?
1: <laughs> okay, uh, well typically I don't like to go for the characters that I think are going to last very long. I'm very anticipating the fact that both my characters might die, which I'm totally fine with. (laughs) Um, uh, Because to be completely honest with you, Dennis, uh, I don't know very much about Game of Thrones, um, and so I'm anticipating that the system will take over my characters, um, which which is great. Um, I'm totally at the will uh, of uh, the GM here. So I've got two characters again because – I uh I always knew that we were gonna make two characters. Always knew that. <laughs> yes you did. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I, I just wanna be pissed. <laughs> yeah, I wanna applaud just like how well put together Hadley was for this recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was I was I was the most prepared out of anybody <laughs> for this recording. Um don't let anyone tell you differently. Everyone else is just a a little liar. Uh so i've got two characters one's going to be a little more serious um but i i wanted to and i don't i didn't want to make him like tanky or whatever he's the uh, playing regal sunswelter of the sunswelter uh family um but again i i this is this is this i'm gonna to have to improvise through a lot of this because i don't know too much and after this recording i'm probably going to watch a little more game of thrones <laughs> but um apparently uh my character he's going to be a scout um, he's uh, a male. He's fine boned. I want, I want everyone to imagine that he has like cheekbones for days. He's got cold eyes, like almost like dead eyes. Oh God! And like a slim, and like a slim body. Um, and uh, he, I, I think I picked zero edge, plus one focus, zero grace, uh, plus two sense, minus one will. Can't imagine this guy's gonna be having sex with anybody. Am I right, <laughs> fellas? Um but that's okay. Uh, and then um, he uh, is uh, capable of defying danger, holding steady, or taking force, uh, manipulating an NPC uh, when we're in the wilderness. Uh, I, get a, I get a plus one ongoing when I'm out there. And I also chose Daredevil, um, which is uh, I can go straight into danger without hedging your bets. So if I'm just like fuck it, I get plus one armor. Um, very similar. To and Western. if I uh, am leading people, I get another plus one armor. Um, and I also have a hand axe. I can, I can just imagine it's like a little like a little hatchet and like a short bow. Because um, like I just I wanted him to be light on his feet. And then my favorite character, which I'll be playing, uh, is Raghvier the Red. He's a mystic. Um, he's out in the middle of the woods. Uh, I like to think that, like, he's like, uh, who's the guy from Breaking Bad? What's his name? The main character. Brian Cranston? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like Brian Cranston. Yeah, Walt Whitman's Walt- out there. Um, Walter White? He, yeah. Is that who you're talking Walt, about? He, so think about Walt Whitman on crack. <laughs> no, and, <laughs> we Walt got Whitman him. on crack. And he's also uh he's on crack and he also can see the future and see uh how other people die. Are you tell me Whitman um, couldn't
2: see the future and wasn't on crack?
1: I don't <laughs> I don't think so, man. I'm gonna read a bunch of his poetry and I'll come back to you on that one. I don't think so. Um but uh, he's a male. He's got a grinning face. It's the thing is that I want him to be distinguishable by his smile, uh, terrible eyes, and uh, oh, I picked skinny body for this so too. I might have Joker. to change that.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like the, the Joker.
1: Joker. <laughs> yeah, but I want you to imagine have you seen that movie, uh, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People? Yes. I want him to be like Reese Darby's character in that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> So, anyways, he's got like plus one edge because he's crazy. Uh, zero focus, zero grace, and zero sense, but he's got plus two will. So, uh, this guy's going to be part of the team. Um, he has to be. Um, and then uh, he's a visionary. Um, I get to see the fates of others in a fire's flame or in the wave of seas or in my dreams. That's interesting. Ooh. I know. And I get to name one person who will die and one person who will live on a 10 plus roll. Um, oh, shit. And on a seven or nine, name one person who will die or one person who will live. So I get to decide who lives and dies around here. So careful, everybody. <laughs> We're see how that then, plays
3: out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. I'm excited because, to be completely honest, uh, I didn't realize how stacked I made this guy. Um,. Not really. He's not stacked at all. But he is faceless. Um, So I have learned the ways of the many-faced god. And I kind of changed the appearance of my face. Oh, shit. Um, I know. But I want him to keep his smile, though, no matter what. Really? It's a brother's boy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then I get... Dennis, how did you say it? It's a thing that you can choke people with. A garot. It's a subtle weapon. A garot. I get one of those. It's like um, piano wire and I also the
2: professionals.
1: he and he also gets a an axe and like part of me is like what if they what if they but bo- what if both my characters had like a little carving on their axes that was like oh it's like you know like one half of a heart and then my other <laughs> character has got the other half of the heart.
0: I love that. We're gonna Cute. use it.
2: Cute AF.
1: <laughs> so uh, we'll figure we'll we'll figure it out and then one of them's obviously gonna die. I'd like it if both of them died, but I am at the mercy of the system. So.
2: At the mercy of Silas O'Car.
1: I know. Got to be careful here. All right. Um, All right. Well, that's a
3: yeah. Marcus, let's let's figure out your characters. So my two characters are from the Vale area, the mountains, and my first character is named Mar- Marla Corbret. Good name. She's like the new. I want to say heir to the Vale. She's like aristocratic. I have the blessed, blessed. I guess um playbook that I'm using and instead of like having it be religious like it kind of is I have it be like about her lineage and like family and her connection to the veil kind of so any of them that are like about you know your devotion or whatever it also gives you an option to have it be about your lineage and or or faith and heritage and that's what it's about i also took a move from courtier which i did not know is like a prostitute class. (laughs) But I was just like, ooh, there's one of the classes where they're just really sexy. Okay. I want to be able to use my charisma in that way if I can too. So I have uh, a move from that. And it's just if someone makes a promise to me and I accept that promise, they can mark experience. But if they break that promise, then, then I can go and seek vengeance on them. And if I do that, I will be able to mark experience. I have all this stuff from my followers, they're pretty wealthy, just because it's not really just like a group of religious followers, it's like uh, my kingdom within the veil, kind of, and then, oh, and then my sex move is that you will become one of my followers, basically you become like included as one of our own in the veil, if we have like a romantic relationship, which is what, you know, what happened with any leader anyways, right? But.
1: I think uh, the audience needs to take a shot for every time someone says sex move, because I think that's the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my be entire life. awesome.
3: Yeah. And so Marla is, I don't think she has most of her family still alive after all of the wars that have gone on. So her main mentor kind of is this old, older Merlin kind of figure. Kind of like picture drawer Mormont, but he's like weirdly like magical, like Melisandre. And his name is Galvin Stone. And he's like a hermit, kind of from the mountains. And I chose the other kind of magical playbook that's in there, which is Water Dancer. And I have kind of some similar moves a little bit to, to Hadley's. One of my strings is... Well, actually, it says, as part of a backstory, it says... You fought a duel with someone and you both survived. Gain a string with them and they gain a string with you. So we should do strings too if we can. And I think maybe it was like a magic fight between our two characters. Mine and Hadley's.
2: That, what, what's the wizard's name, Hadley?
3: Rogbeer? Rock, uh, Rogbeer
1: the Rockfear. Red, yeah.
2: Okay. That'd be cool. We should We should probably figure out the strings. Yeah, because mine is someone has betrayed you and has yet to pay for it. <laughs> uh, for, uh, for Silas. And then I also consider someone more dangerous than myself, which is interesting. And then, but then for uh, my diplomat Rebellious, um it uh, <laughs> I, have, I have strings on everyone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that works. Let's so remember, you also you don't have to have strings on playable characters. If you want to have some strings on some NPCs, you can also do that as well.
2: Yeah. Mm. I think we should have uh, some in between ourselves, though. At least,
1: like, one or two. <laughs> the strings are under, like, the backstory, right? That's what it says?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, Oh, something. yeah, so... Mind my, my fit perfectly. It says, you're enigmatic, and people don't understand you, so... <laughs> woo! Um, you have seen someone's death and prevented it. I get a string. Ooh, um And someone is cool. openly distrustful of you, and they gained two strings with me, which is, like... Scary on my part, I think terrifying. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, for, uh, for Regal, um, his strings are. I haven't even looked at his strings. So let's see. Uh, someone has been with you for days in the wilds. <gasps> Could go. it be Rogvire? <laughs> someone <laughs> has shown you kindness and respect. Rogvir doesn't respect anybody. He hates the system. Um, and uh, choose someone you trust the least. Can someone be both? Can someone <laughs> potentially be both?
3: Truly, they could. So where are you I'm guys' I'm going to have is... a lot of
1: conversations with myself. Where
3: are you guys' <laughs> kingdoms or areas? Again, uh, I am...
2: My knight Silas is from The Reach, and my diplomat is from
1: Dorf. Oh, shoot. And then Dennis, where of, am I yeah, from All again? of
0: Hadley's people are from Bravos.
1: Thank you.
2: Um, I think that for, for, um, what do you want? What Silas, you... And Yeah. What's the other one? Wait, uh, this guy. Um, I think that for uh, Silas, the person that he considers more dangerous, I think, is my other character. Yeah.
0: And also don't be afraid to create strings between your two characters.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm interested in this uh, betrayal string. I think that should actually be an NPC, Dennis. I'm not sure yeah. uh, who it is. But somebody betrayed Silas Oakhart.
0: Ooh! Yeah, and you also don't have to fill out all your strings right now. We can come to find that as we're playing.
2: Oh, that's yeah. a, bit of a good point. A bit nice to.
1: See. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds like a lot of. Yeah. It, we should. It should be an organic thing, you know.
2: Th- th- that we're just going to be like string, string. Hell yeah, <laughs> I love it. Okay, all right, all right.
1: Everyone, get your knitting needles out.
2: <laughs> okay, that's just cool to that the system has stuff like that to uh, consider. I like that it's sort of, um, like in, in uh, Monster of the Week, it was sort of like a helpful thing or like a friendly thing of the connections that you have beforehand. Um, the strings, though, feels a little uh, nasty. Yeah, There's <laughs> it an itch to it, yeah. Yeah,
0: you won't be using all your strings for good things.
1: Yeah, the 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 connections in this game are going to be a lot more important than they were in Monster of the Week. It seems like,
2: especially if we all have a have a goal in mind. I think that's what makes this system interesting to me. Is like we're all fighting for control, you know?
0: Because in the because in the Game of Thrones, Cinders of Winter, you either roll a ten plus or you die.
3: Oh fuck! Oh no! Yeah,
0: and that's the tagline for this this season.
1: <laughs> roll, a, a, roll a 10 plus or get fucked
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. no I got a 9 <laughs> no. rip
0: alright well everyone thank you for listening to episode 0 uh, you can follow us at control pod that's ctrl just like the key on twitter or control group pod on instagram
1: and if you don't know about this screw you screw all the people that don't know God, about this to kill you oh. <laughs>
0: I like In our
3: listening. Game of Thrones. You, whoever's listening, thank you. <laughs>
0: thank you.
1: For those of you who are not listening, you know what? We're indifferent.
0: <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Do have to sign up? <laughs> no, I usually just start the music about now.
2: All right.